Blog Talk Radio. You know, I was listening to a talk by my good friend, past guest on this show, Dualta Doherty. I'm pronouncing it that way because I really I can't remember how to say it. Dualta Doherty. Anyway, he's a recruiter. He places recruiters uh, in. He places recruiters. Yeah, <laughs> all around the world. And his talk was about using virtual assistants. He says that he has 30 to 50 interviews going on at any time all over the world. So what he does is find local people on Upwork.com, Upwork.com, and they handle all of the coordination, all of the administrative tasks for him. So all he has to do is speak to candidates and clients. He says that if you want to do what he does, you should hire people to work in their own region. That makes sense. But for high-level jobs, jobs that, you know, I don't know, a bit more sophisticated, he didn't specify, Eastern European uh, candidates are best for those. He says that uh, you should interview somebody, just a regular interview on the phone. If you like them and think you can work with them, give them a trial job to do, maybe 10 hours of work. He says they should be able to do that perfectly before you decide to hire them. And then for the first little while after you hire somebody, you have to monitor them very closely to make sure they're getting it right. But, he said, once you know, you've taught them what to do, and they get it. He said it's going to be fantastic. He says outsourcing saves him over 30 hours a week, and uh, I think he said it. <laughs> it's 90% of his job. 90% of his job is handled by other people in parts of the world where they want less money. Okay, and for the record, I myself have outsourced. I outsourced the shout. For this show about 10 years ago to, to Jerry, right? So, Jerry, Jerry, can you tell us what show is the this? Recruiting Animal Jerry, thank you. You know, Jerry called me yesterday and said, Animal, you know, I've been slacking. He didn't say that, but that was the implication. He said, I want to contribute more to the show. Or he put it this way. He just said, how can I contribute more to the show? And I said, well, you know, you can show up sometimes. And he said, I'm always there. I'm always there. He was fighting with me. He always does. Anyway, he said, I'll be there tomorrow. Don't worry about that. He called me just before the show started, and he said, look, I have to go get a haircut. (laughs) I'm going to get a haircut. So I'm going to be there, but I'm coming late. Okay? So anyway, I had to roll the tape. And I want to thank my sponsors before we get going. H-O-N-E-I-T, that's Honit. Online Interview Technology, Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool, and PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army Knife, 
of recruiting software. And the guest today is uh, a person I don't know yet. Her name is Christina Wiggins. And I thought like Wiggy would be the natural, um, you know, <laughs> nickname, nickname. Someone's kind of Wiggy. But uh, she's got her Twitter name. It's Shoots Recruits. It's not I Shoot Recruits. It's Shoots Recruits. I don't know what it means. Christina, can you tell us why you've given yourself that name, Shoots? Yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited. So the news came. You're from not that excited. You didn't call. You called in. I was worried you weren't going to show up. You called in after the show started. Oh, no. Okay. Well, no, I, actually, I was uh, Nick Livingston actually called me right before the show, um, and I was like, I gotta go, and so I called in. Um, right at nine. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. You'll see. I'll, I'll you let know, you do the I'm ad for Gary. him. I'll let you do the ad for him. Let's get the show going. How did you pick that that crazy nickname? Shoots. So I uh, years ago, I uh, when I first learned what the the phrase "going hard in the paint" meant, it's a basketball term. Um, I my boss would come around and he'd say, "Hey, you know, what are you working on?" And I'm like, "I'm going hard in the paint," which I was. And so he, he started calling me Shooter. And then it was shown to Shoots, and everyone was calling me that. And, and I decided to, to brand it. Um, uh-huh. And so Shoots Recruits was born. And, okay, fine. Know, yeah, great. Okay, enough, it. enough, enough. Okay, do you wear yoga <laughs> pants at work? Yes or no? Pants at work? Yes. Yes, you do? Okay. There's a vote for you. Yeah. What time did you go to bed last night? Fast. <laughs> what time? Nine. Okay, at 9 o'clock, what time did you get up this morning? Five. Pardon me? Five? And when Five did you start work? Five a.m. When did you start work? Six a.m. Really? A.m. Okay, because you're in yep. Seattle. Are you working for the on the East Coast at that time in the morning? No, I'm actually, my contract ended in December, and so I am working on finding another home. Another home. Okay, and you get up at six, 5 in the morning to do that? Okay, so... Uh, Early bird gets the worm. Okay, you're a technical recruiter in Seattle, though. That is your general job. You're recruiting full-stack developers, architects, designers, UX researchers, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, but you also work as a consultant, you say, on your LinkedIn, mm-hmm. on talent and marketing strategies, new software, tool mm-hmm. assessments, and networking events. Mm-hmm. Can the average recruiter be a consultant for instance i saw someone saying that you know recruiters have to diversify lots of recruiting is going to be automated in the future if you want to you know still have uh, uh, clients you've got to mm-hmm. be able to consult with them you know do talent management or workforce planning mm-hmm. can the average recruiter be a consultant as well i don't think i could be a consultant yeah i i would say it depends i mean i think that there is uh, recruiters have a bad name out there, and a lot of it is well deserved um, because it's a lot of them are just lazy or they just don't know. Um, I mean, I literally get emails to this day uh, Hey, Christy and I have this dot net role that you'd be a great fit for, and this is why talent doesn't answer their phone. Hold on, I, well, you're, you're losing me, okay? I don't need Jerry even here to groan. I'm groaning. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Okay. You said on LinkedIn that you've got strong problem-solving skills. Do you have an example of when you've solved a problem? You see, I, I'm a guy, I don't really like behavioral interviewing that much. 
Um, you have to ask people for examples of their work, but then, you know, you pull a question out of a hat. Can you remember a time when I can't remember anything? Can you remember a, a time when you demonstrated problem solving? Uh, I mean, you're bragging about I, it. You're bragging about it. I hope you have something in mind. Definitely. One of the biggest pain points um, in recruiting is, is feedback. Uh, and the uh, you know the length of time and, and interview loops and just the interview process and so I've introduced Honit um, many times um, in order to alleviate that and speed that process up and make that process more efficient um, and so that definitely was a has been a solved problem on many occasions. Okay, so you're good at picking technology to solve problems, and your example is our sponsor, Honit. Okay, we'll come back to that in a minute then, okay? okay. And uh, you said, here's what you also say. You recruited candidates through creative sourcing, and then you put Internet research. What is creative sourcing as opposed to Internet research? What's creative sourcing? Well, I think, for example, I hate the phrase, are you a good fit for this job? Uh, and so... Well, you know creative. what? I don't know what kind of phone you're on, on, but I'm having trouble hearing you, okay? Louder, please. Oh, Talk no. louder. The phrase, are you a good fit for this job? And, yeah. and so being creative in your outreach, I think has been, or I know has been successful for me. Um, uh-huh. And... And also, example, 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 I'm I'm trying to be so obnoxious that people are going to turn off the show. Okay. Give me an example. You know, that's what I want. Okay. You say you listen to the show. You know, I need examples. Yes, absolutely. Uh, So I had a, a a Hadoop role. And so my subject line was, who's got the scoop on Hadoop? Uh, Or I supported a, a role with Indeed. So my subject line was, why, yes, indeed.com, we should chat. And so people responded to that and said, you know what, because of your approach uh, and, and your, your honesty and I, I want to connect with you, um, and it's, it's about building relationships. Um, uh-huh. Hold on. You know, what, what, what was the first one? The subject line was, who's got the dupe on Hadoop? What, what was no, it? Who, who, <laughs> who's got the scoop? On Hadoop. On Hadoop. Okay. And, and they thought you were honest because you wrote that? Well, no. In my, obviously in the email, uh, in the body of the email. Uh, and what did it say in, in the body? Approach, what did it say in the body? You said they, they felt they could trust you and they responded. What did it say there that made the people feel so good about you? Well, one, I was working at with a staffing company at the time um, with an agency. And um, and I was honest, Vinny, that I was uh, recruiting for, and a lot of people leave that. Uh, it's just big secrets, and, you know, if I tell you, I'd have to kill you type of mentality. Uh, and I'm like, well, no, listen, I'm, I'm trying to recruit the best talent, so I'm going to be honest with the candidate's market. Hold um, on a second. So you and, and are so you one, saying, because I'm having trouble hearing you, I have to guess what you're saying. Are you saying that you um, you tell the candidate, even if you're a third-party agency recruiter working on a contingent basis, you tell the candidate who your client is right up front. Is that what you're saying you do? Absolutely. Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. Well, don't some of them try to go around you? Because I've had it happen to me. That's a question. 
I have Did not we lose her? actually. Um, I no, I I have not had that happen to me. Um, I I've heard of some, you know, happening to some other recruiters, but uh, it has not happened to me. You see, I was doing retained searches, and in retained searches, if they're uh, uh, you, you know, somebody, you, you can tell them, you, you can, you get paid no matter what, so you can tell all the candidates who the client is, right? Some of them, mm-hmm. they go straight to the client, especially if you reject them. And then the uh, client sends you their resume, the letter that they, you know, yeah, they, they criticize you for not recognizing mm-hmm. how great they are and stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah, I'm surprised that you do that. I'm just telling you, I mean, I'm surprised. If you're, if you're diligent, Let me move on. No, moving on. Moving on, you say that you were a social media strategist. Social media strategist when you were at Kelly Services. What's a social media strategist? What did you do there? It's a recruiting company. I hope everybody knows that. If you don't know who they are, you're kind of ignorant, everybody. Well, maybe you're in another part of the world. I don't know. But you were there at this recruiting company as a social media strategist. What did you do? I was the regional technical recruiter for the Seattle market, uh, and also I was a social media strategist. So that was a kind of a two-parter. I was uh, I trained uh, our corporate, uh, or I worked with our corporate office and did virtual trainings on social media uh, marketing and just training in general uh, for social media. And then also well, what did they do on social media? Cool. Hold on. I want to welcome some of the people who are here. So your area code yes. 206, right, Christina? Shoots, you're 206. Yes. Am I right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who's 903? Yep. 903, you want to say hi? I haven't done this for years. 903, you want to say hi? No. Okay. 203, you want to say hi? That, you know that's Kendra from Stanford. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Now you I know do, with the smoky voice. Do you have a question for Christina? Shoots, shoots, recruits. You got a question for her? No. no. Okay, not yet. Area code two two ten two one zero. Want to say hi, Michael? Michael G. Cox. Is that your number all the Isn't time? Two one zero. I don't remember. Yeah, do you have a question for for shoots here? Shoots recruits. Uh, not at the moment. Not yet? Okay. Do you want to criticize anything she said? Kendra's critical. No, I I called in a little bit late, so no. Okay. 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 I Uh, only have two kids. Okay, sorry. But you're you're giving me that threatening voice just to prove exactly what I said. Okay, you know what? Um, I can ask both Kendra and Christina about this. I read an article and posted it today that says women do not like superlative words like if you're putting a job ad out there and you use the words expert superior world-class this turns women off because they are more collaborative than competitive in nature that's a quote from the uh, article would would you uh, stay away from those words um shoots because you told us that you're pretty good at you know reeling these candidates in with your you know your wordsmithery would you stay away from expert, superior, world class stuff like that? Is that bad? I mean, I don't think it's bad. No, I mean, especially no? if you are great at what you do. No. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Is it okay? What about what about you, Christina? Mom? I'm not Christina. I mean, Kendra. Ken- Kendra. Tough mom. What what what, what are those those words? Are they bad for you? Uh, only in that. Uh, 
if that's the culture where everybody's running around thumping their chests and it's bravado and look at me, I'm the biggest, I'm the greatest, I, I'm kind of just turned off by that culture in general. Oh, okay, yeah, but that's not it. We're talking about those words in an ad. You're looking for a world-class uh, social who media reads strategist the or ad. something like that. <laughs> who reads the ad? <laughs> Pass the that's title. That's a dodge. Really? That's a that's a dodge. Okay, so you're you're not you're not even answering that question, Michael G. Cox. You want to chip in, even though you're a man. Chime in, rather. I I really don't like the overgeneralization of, you know, these words turn off one group or another. I would uh-huh. not avoid using those, especially uh-huh. as Kendra mentioned. If that's really the environment that these people are about to walk into. Okay, I, I would probably want to highlight that, and and it's almost a warning. Well, you know, there's no one that you're, when you're talking about you're looking for a, a world class person in a certain profession. You're not. There's just no relation be, between saying that and implying that the, you know there's everybody is conceited in the company. That, those two things don't go together. I don't know where you two guys are are getting that. Okay, let me ask you a follow up question. Following up with, on what Kendra had mentioned. Oh, yeah, okay, she she brainwashed you. Uh, see, her voice is so influential. What about this, That's Mike? Do you, believe, do you believe that women, just like it says, are more collaborative than competitive? And, you know, and, and that's why they don't like that? Are, are women more collaborative in your experience? You don't have to answer it if in, you're going to get in no, trouble. In, in my experience, I would say, yes, they are um, much more uh, interested in, in group win versus one versus the other. Oh, really? What about you, Kendra? Mom? Tough mom? Gone. You have to repeat. Okay. I was doing work. Okay. You're sleeping. Okay. It's okay. I forget it. You're not the guest. I'll go back to the guest. Do you think you're more more collaborative than the average male recruiter? Shoots? Oh, I'm definitely uh, collaborative. Uh, but I, if, if you're asking generally if I believe that, I think that it definitely depends on who the, the group is. Um, I mean, I've seen some very collaborative, collaborative women uh, and then definitely not so. Um, no, okay. And I think it, it really just depends. But, you know, maybe women in recruiting are not like women in other, uh, you know, jobs. Maybe women in accounting are different than women mm-hmm. in recruiting. But, you know, I'll, I'll just move on from that. You know, uh, I, I was, so we had a big discussion about net promoter score. Do you know what net promoter score is? It's a big you know, uh, fad, uh, fad word right now. Do you know that what it is? Net promoter score? It's a marketing term. Just say no, okay? I'll tell you what it is. It's word of mouth. When you're dealing with somebody after you've done a transaction with them or done your business with them, you go back to them and say, look, on a scale of 1 to 10, would you recommend me to a friend? Would you recommend my product to a friend, right? If you're, if you're on a website, they ask you that stuff all the time. If you buy something, would you recommend it to to somebody else? So you're supposed to go to your your hiring managers or your candidates and ask them, you know, this for this this score. Have you ever done that? My guess is no, since you're you're not you know chiming in or saying anything to interrupt me. I have not done that, uh, but I've definitely asked for um, recommendations and or referrals. Um, but I've never asked for a. Well, what do you mean by that? You you will you go to your boss and say I want you to give me a give me a good recommendation on LinkedIn? Is that what well, you're no, saying you asked for? Well, not no, not my boss. 
um, I've asked a couple of candidates. Uh, actually, I've asked two, um, and then the rest have um, have just given them without me asking. Uh, and I really? think that it just speaks to yeah, yep. Actually, one in particular, uh, his name is Nir Siv, uh, and he is a, a VP. Look, of I'm not interested in. Don't market your candidates here. I'm just wondering how you, as a oh, recruiter, no, no, can I'm get a lot of good recommendations. So, what do you do? Call as soon as you place somebody. You say, "Look, I, I'm. You're, are you happy with the job? I assume you are because you accepted it. Will you endorse me on LinkedIn? Will you give me a recommendation? Is that what you do?" Yes, and actually, I've had a couple that I've not not placed at all um, that have. You mean these are people who tried for the job and got rejected, and you still ask them for or a, a recommendation? Or they turned it down, or the job, you know, they uh, they went on a hiring freeze. I mean, there's a plenty of different things that could happen, but yes, uh, and not that I've asked. I'm saying that they have. I'm um, talking about asking. I'm have. talking about asking. We don't want to leave this stuff to chance. Uh, we're talking about going out there and asking them for feedback, mm-hmm. okay? And so you're saying, mm-hmm. I'm not clear. First you said, yes, you do it. Now you're saying you don't ask. You, you leave it to the person. So, okay, I'm, I'm no, going to move on. I, I, if I have not, if I have not placed them, then I don't ask. But if I have placed them, then yes, I will ask for feedback um, because. Uh-huh. I want to grow. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, let's do the ad for Hone It. Do you want to do the ad or should I do the ad? Because your voice is not as loud as I, I would like it to be. Otherwise, let me do the ad and you'll add something if you have to. Okay, everybody? Okay. So, okay. Hi, everybody. Recruiting Animal here for Hone It, H-O-N-E-I. Honit is phone interview technology. It records your interviews and turns the key questions and answers into separate audio clips to help hiring managers quickly hear the motivation, the personality, and the enthusiasm like mine right now. Okay? They want to hear what the recruiter just heard. And when you can share a story with a hiring manager in the candidate's own voice, you know what it speaks? Volumes that you can't get from a resume or a dry report. So if you want to get a hiring manager excited about a great candidate, share some of that sizzle with Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. It also turns the audio interview recording into a text transcript automatically. So you can search it for keywords and read it as well if you want to. Now, our guest actually uses Honeit to solve problems. Mm-hmm. You want to give us an example how it's worked for you? Absolutely. Uh, so I'm not a coder. I don't pretend to be. Um, I understand, try to understand the best that I can. Um, but as I'm taking down notes, I often focus on that piece or my next question. And with Honet, it's provided me with an opportunity to generally be – listening, engaged in the entire conversation and not worried about missing an important key uh, insight um, or answer. So you don't, you don't take and notes. You just let you, you, you no. go to the recording or transcript afterwards, and you think that enhances your ability to listen. That's what you're saying, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. However, there, are, there is a place on Honet where you can add you know, keywords or notes during the interview, and so I definitely uh-huh. do that as well. 
but also another uh, bonus is that you can, uh, I've done kickoff calls with hiring managers and had those recorded, and that way uh-huh. the entire team can hear and listen and get those specific insights. You know what, what I like about that idea? I like about that idea is when the hiring manager tries to rule out your candidate because, you know, they don't have something or, or something in their yep. resume, and you say, buddy, that's what you were looking for, and you mm-hmm. can throw this recording right in that person's face. That right so have there. Have you ever done that? Yep. Yep. Yes, actually, I have. Yes. Yep. Have you ever oh, had to negotiate? It's Sorry, Kendra, Tracy. if I were to record what hiring managers tell me that they want in a candidate, I'd probably <laughs> be in big trouble if I put that on tape. Yeah, uh-huh. you don't want that. <laughs> okay. You guys uh, work with pretty sophisticated people, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, can't even record what they say. Okay. Uh, you know what? Sometimes I have a concern if I recorded uh, a conversation with a candidate that um, something said during the conversation might uh, not be appropriate. I'm wondering if you can edit the, that stuff out. Well, yes, you can. And and the beauty of phone is that you you don't send the entire 30, 60 minutes phone conversation to the hiring manager. You literally can take snippets or highlights, if you will, capture uh-huh. them and provide and put that in a link uh, and send that to the hiring manager. And they just click on the link, they see the question, and they press play. And then it, it and then it plays that their answer. So typically, I'll cut out my voice um, in in the the phone screen, um, yeah. and just let the candidate speak. Okay, okay. Um, let me see. Are there any questions that you want to address or issues, or should I just keep asking you uh, questions? Well, actually, I did want to touch on one thing. You on a show that I listened to, uh, it was maybe a month and a half ago, you were talking about pronouns. Do you recall oh, that? yeah, I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, interestingly enough, I just, I, as I'm applying for, for new roles, I, uh, at, on this job application, it said, what is your pronoun? And I was like, what? You know, I was so, I, I was shocked. And so then, you know, obviously I answered. And then you scroll down further, and then it said, you know, what male, what is your, you know, your gender? And I'm like, well, didn't we already cover that up in, in pronoun? And it's, it's, beginning, or it's beginning to be so convoluted and, and ridiculous. If you're, job, if, you're job hunting, uh, 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 if you're job hunting, I don't know if you should admit that. <laughs> that's, that's your feeling about it, because obviously this is a coming thing. Lori, famous Lori Rudiman, mm-hmm. HR lady, said she, when she meets people, she says, hello, my name is Lori. It's nice to meet you. The pronouns I use are she, her, <laughs> and hers. How about you? She said some people mm-hmm. might like Z. Z, Zer, and Zers. Okay, so uh, get used to it. Okay, what That's does that mean? By the way, mm-hmm. I what? <laughs> for my ignorance, but what is a Z, Zer, and Zers are they're, they're neutral? I think there's all kinds of words, but I think Z, Zer, and Zers are one of the most common neutral gender neutral pronouns. Like instead of saying he likes it, you say Z likes it. That means he or her or whatever neutral or genderless it's a bit complicated and this is a neutral term okay 
So you don't want to you you don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Uh, have you read any books about recruiting? Shoots. I actually have not. Louder. I have not taken any courses in recruiting. I have not. Okay, so you say that you are an expert internet sourcer, and you are a creative sourcer. Are you someone who researches on your own and comes up with good ideas, as opposed to having to study with others? How do you uh, improve your technique? Yes. Yep. Okay. Good answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, so it's your primary. You talked about your email. You told us you like to use witty um, subject lines, and then. You're very uh, overly frank about the company <laughs> the company you're working with and the body of the email. Um, uh, so is email your primary uh, initial uh, contact, or do you phone people directly? I, email is definitely a primary, uh, and then I will follow up with a phone call depending on um, how – or if I have their contact information or their phone um, number, but uh-huh. I have recruited people off of. I actually recruited someone off of YouTube last year. Um, and tell us about so that. How did I that never... work? So tell us the story. Sure. I want to hear it. Come on, I haven't heard that yet. How did you recruit someone off of okay. YouTube? So, so I, the company that I was working for um, was or is a startup, and they posted a, a video um, of of their their product. And I was just reviewing comments on um, on the video that was posted, and one uh-huh. caught my attention uh, in particular, and I was like, "Oh, interesting." And so I uh, replied to the comment, and then did some research on on finding who he was, uh, and I did, uh, and uh, it was successful. And so Good I never you. limit myself. Okay. Has anybody else ever researched the comments on a YouTube video or maybe a technical video to find a, a candidate? That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Okay, nobody, uh, you're quite unique in that, but you've only done it once, am I right? Yes, with YouTube. Okay, okay. Well, so the thing is you said uh, I'll call somebody if I have their number. You know where the person's working. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just call the front desk and say I want to speak to Joe? Because I feel like they are already inundated, um, you know, and they, they could be, you know, being called a lot from other crappy recruiters. <laughs> and I say that, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, you can say crappy, um, yeah. Huh? You know, and so I, I just want to build a relationship at the end of the day because, you know, if I don't work with you now, I want to work with you in the future. And so I yeah. don't want to come off as, Oh my gosh, you're crazy! Restraining order, you know. I I just don't want to do that. And okay. so you know you can't you that, can't you can't say you can say crappy, but you can't say end of the day. That's an animal bad phrase, okay? But here oh. here's the thing. So so you think that so uh, you you think it's nicer to uh, email somebody? Don't some of these dopes get mad at you for email? You emailed me at work. I'm going to lose my job. I'm working and you're interfering. Don't they do no, that about no, no, email no. as well? No. No, okay. no, if they call, no. Uh-huh. If, they, if your, you're calling someone directly at work. Uh, you, okay. What's your return rate on your emails, you know? Uh, I actually 
I'm not sure what my return rate is at like the exact percentage. However, I was emailed uh, or contacted by LinkedIn um, a few months ago, and I ranked. They, they told me that I ranked within uh, the top ten percent. Yeah, everybody is the in most. the 10%. Hey, hey, is there a recruiter on the line right now who isn't in the top 10%? That's a selling. That's a shtick, okay? They just want you to feel yeah, good so no. you'll use their products. No, <laughs> you know, I don't want to no, degrade. No. I don't want to make you feel bad, honey. But that, <laughs> but you're getting – don't fall for that, okay? I got to do another no, ad. No, not that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you'll tell me when I come back. Hey, everybody, it's Recruiting Animal for PC Recruiter. You know, PC Recruiter has a candidate presentation feature. You send an email to your client, and it contains a link in it that goes to a profile of the candidate that you want them to see. And, you know, everything on PC Recruiter is, as Michael G. Cox knows, configurable, right? So you configure yeah. this profile. You create it yourself. Thanks, Mike. You, you, it's not a, a standard format. You create it, okay, and you put in the information that you want them to see, uh, and then they, they, they can actually give you feedback there too, okay, and they can rate the candidate there too, like a star system. The, the client can take a look and say, you know, not bad. I'll give them three stars out of five, right, okay? The entire transaction, all the feedback, the scoring, that's kept in the candidate's file. So if you go to that person again, you can see, you know, what other people thought about uh, him or her, and uh, I think you should go check it out at PCRecruiter.net, okay? Recruiter. PC Recruiter loves you, okay? And, and I'll talk about that more later. Back to the guest. Uh, sorry, was there something that I cut you off that you wanted to say? Yes, I don't have the email in front of me, but it wasn't like the, those generic, like, oh, I rank within the top 10% of, like, profile views and all of that. No, it was specifically on uh, on response rate to uh, LinkedIn uh, in-mails. Okay, you didn't tell us you're sending in-mails. You said emails. You're sending emails. So you're you're using in-mail primarily. Is that what, is that what you're saying? No, no, definitely not primarily because – I, I mean, I try to find if, – if I can't find their direct email, which is rare, uh, then I will send an in-mail. But I typically – that's not my first choice is in-mail because – How do you I find their emails? How do you find their emails? Everybody wants to know. It's like uh, the, two, the two most famous questions on any, any recruiting group on Facebook is, what's the best ATS? What's the best CRM, actually? That's mm -hmm. the second one. And also – What's uh, the best email finder? What do you use to find email addresses? There is plenty of Chrome extensions, uh, but one that I use uh, most often is Contact Out. Uh-huh. And okay. that provides uh, email addresses and sometimes phone numbers. Yeah. Okay. Anybody got a question for uh, Shoots here, the guest? Anybody? I'm open. You know what? Who didn't turn up after he said he would from his haircut? Jerry. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, he says, Animal, I will be there. Yesterday he called me up. He says, he says, I'm always there. Today he calls me. He says, I'm going to be late. But I will be there. Yeah. Well, how we know long Jerry. is there? I don't know. But, you know, he's, a, uh, he, he's a, a singer in a rock band on the weekends. He's kind of vain. Okay? He wants to look. Ooh. Good, 
so he's he, yeah. he's very fussy about <laughs> his beard and his hair and stuff like that. Okay, so would you use job boards? Oh, I do not. Um, so I like it's thirty thirty six percent of of people look for new jobs, and typically I'm recruiting for um, technology talent, right? And it's again a candidate's market. So if you are a software engineer and you're desperate for a job, that's a red flag. That's one. Two, does it happen? Absolutely. And you know I'll review those like if if it's on a company job board that we've posted directly, but that's not where I'm going to find my talent. I would say 90% is sourced. 5% is from. Um, okay. Job so let posting. me move on. Uh, uh, let me move on. So you say not, uh, 90% is sourced and you've indicated that you recruit on LinkedIn. Uh, you recruit on Facebook. You recruit on angel list. Mm-hmm. How many people have you recruited mm-hmm. on angel list? One again, one, or how many? No, no, I, I, I've recruited several, and I've also, uh, apply, yeah, I've also had many conversations um, with uh, with jobs and and uh, and had a got an opportunity through AngelList, uh, and someone told me you're the first applicant that I've ever received on on AngelList, um, and that was surprising to me, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, it means the job hunters awesome are, are dope. They they don't realize that's good. Okay, so um, mm-hmm. so what was I going to say? You said yeah. So, but where does your most of your recruiting take place? It sounds like LinkedIn still is your main main target. Am I yeah. right? Yes. I mean, I have over ten thousand connections on LinkedIn, and so that's definitely one of the the first place that I go to um, to to look. Uh, and uh, then uh, how I many will... people? Uh, uh, bullets. I gotta do some. I'm gonna, how many people have you recruited on Facebook? Since you list Facebook as a source as well, and people are always curious about how am I going to recruit people on Facebook when they don't list their jobs there? What do you? What do? You, how do you recruit on Facebook? Join groups, um, referrals, uh, or I will find them on LinkedIn, and they'll have very limited information, and then I'll find them on. Facebook, and I will reach out yeah. that way. Okay. Well, you, so you actually, that's the opposite of what people normally do. They say they might find someone on Facebook and approach them on LinkedIn so they're not invading the person's personal space. And that seemed to be, a, that in personal invasion seemed to be a concern of yours. So, okay. Okay. What about what I, did you, did you I, hear the introduction about virtual assistants? I did. No? I did. Yeah. You, would you consider you doing that yourself? Using uh, you know people in the Philippines and Poland or Yugoslavia to uh, do all your admin work? Probably not, um, but um, I mean, can't say it would never happen. But uh-huh. um, okay, I don't. Okay, have, have you ever had to negotiate a salary? You want to hire a candidate but they want more money mm-hmm. than, than your company wants to pay. Have you ever tried to talk anybody down? Uh, yes, uh, but in my original phone calls that I have with candidates, I, I want to find out what their key motivators are. Obviously, salary, project, or opportunity, and location, and, and what, why are they looking, why would they be interested in, in relocating? 
Uh, okay, you know what? Uh, what's this thing? Well. This why are we looking? What's uh, uh, anybody can chime in? I know I'm not that interesting. Okay, if anybody on the line wants to say something, feel free. But you, what's this? Why are we looking? Didn't I take that up with the guy who was on last week, Joe? You know, you're calling a passive candidate. You're contacting someone who wasn't looking, and then well, why ask them why they're looking? You know, the question you should ask is, you know, what would interest you in a move? Okay, uh, they're not looking. Right. So how do you well, what, what do you say to them? That's what, what do you say to them? That's what I said. Also, is that uh, why would you be interested in in exploring another opportunity or moving, um, and and using and having that key information, especially when it comes to offer time, is is invaluable um, because when they their their company could have a counter offer, um, but if well, you're, you know, one of your key motivators was five minutes from your house. Now you have that instead of driving an hour and a half away um, on the project, et cetera. Uh-huh. So location is one that you could use against them, right? Anything else? Can you, can you give us some other examples mm-hmm. of things that have come up that you've thrown back mm-hmm. in their face when they, you know, try to get too smart and uppity? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely the opportunity um, that I – originally contacted them about, um, you know, depending on what that that is. You mean like you're saying, look, you're in a dead end in your job. $10,000 more is not going to change that for you. Here, you can learn something. You'll be more marketable. Come on, use your head. Is that what you say to them? Definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody else on the line want to chime in about that? How they've talked to candidates out of counter offers? No? <laughs> what, Can you guys get? Get? I, it doesn't I have to do. I mean, what are you, you going to do? Tell them not to take it? Yeah. Um, take, that's her whole point. She says, look, you can't take this. You told me you want to work close, okay, to close to home. I got that for you. You said you're bored at your job. You want to learn something new. Hey, I got you that opportunity. Don't screw it up now and for a few thousand bucks. Uh, that, that's, <laughs> that's, you, now that puts you on shaky ground with that candidate. Why? Because they're already hemming and hawing and going back and forth and not too sure, and and you're going to place that person and be on the lookout for that email or that voice message that comes from that candidate that you just placed like two weeks into their assignment, and you're sweating bullets thinking, who else did I speak to that might be able to, if I can replace that person real quick? Okay. Keep my seeing. Mike, Michael, hold on. However, Michael G. Cox. A, well, wait a second, shoots. Michael G. Cox is saying then that once someone shows that they have cold feet, they're inclined to take a counter offer. Cut them loose. Don't try. No, to, no. You, know, you can have a conversation, but don't try and convince anybody of anything. Have, well, have well, a, what's the conversation for then, Mike? What's the conversation, conversation for? If that's not what you're why, trying to do. What got them? Have a conversation about now. You, I remember kind of like what you were saying. These are the things that you said you're looking for. I think we found those things. Now, what's got you thinking about going back? I'm not trying to convince you of anything. I just want to make sure that we have an honest conversation about this. And 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 once you've laid it all out, maybe they'll see something or they'll they'll reevaluate the whole thing. But if you're coming across and trying to convince somebody and you're they're, they're feeling that, you're already tainting your own argument. Okay, okay, you know what? Yeah, 
you're doing the exact same thing and pretending you aren't. Shoots, do you want to say no. something? Yes, you are. Come on. Uh, Christina, the guest, are you interested? Yeah, I heard you, 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 you talk, I talked right over you. Do you want to say something? Yeah, I mean, definitely the candidate can, you know, be weird. And I've also heard the recruiter say, oh, I can't believe you're doing this to me, and it's, that's crazy. Um, but if you take a, you know, a consulting approach to it and, and saying, I think that's what Michael was trying to say is that if you're, if you're saying, hey, so, you know, I, I found these for you, you know, what else would, would you be looking for, um, you know, and just use what they said um, to counter currently thinking I, I, has made a lot of difference in conversations that I've had for sure. Okay, so you're saying the difference between me and Michael G. Cox is the tone, okay? It's the tone. I think that's, that's <laughs> you, you guys, your, your complaint. I was working <laughs> in an open office once, and one of the other guys was having a conversation with a candidate, and he was saying, you screwed me, Joe. You screwed me. Okay, so don't <laughs> talk like that. <laughs> don't talk like that. Don't talk like that. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Don't do that. You don't do well, Okay, but it's true. I work my ass off for you finding this job and, and I talk to you. now you're going back to your old job thank you for nothing I got to do an ad okay for hire tool h-i-r-e-t-u-a-l everybody knows it's the super duper hiring tool okay sourcing tool actually it doesn't do the hiring for you it does the sourcing you go to hiretool.com you put in your uh, job specifications. You don't have to know Boolean uh, search strings yourself. They construct the string for you. You don't have to be a whiz, a sourcing whiz, like my guest is today. And then they search a wide, very wide range of websites like LinkedIn, Facebook, GitHub, Stack Overflow, you name it. They return a list of candidates ranked from top to bottom, the ones closest uh, to your spec, down to the ones who aren't close. They guess uh, the salary range that these persons are at. They guess who's going to be most ready to make a move based on indicators, subtle indicators they find online. And boom, it's time for you to make the calls. Or, as our guest does, send the emails or in-mails. And uh, go check it out. Uh, the other thing is, she said she uses Contact Out to find email addresses. But Hire Tool is known for their ability to deliver yep. personal and private, uh, you know, personal and business uh, contact information, and you can try it out with their free Chrome extension. Okay, thank yep. you. Hire and tool. And I also use Hire Tool. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I'll send. You, I'll send. That's all. You get a kickback for that, maybe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we got 15 minutes. Uh, actually, do you have an? You know, uh, I read the other day that. New Year's and birthdays are a very good time to call somebody because that's when they think about moving to a new job. Have you ever done that? I, I don't know when people's birthdays are, but apparently you can find them online uh, and, and call people around their birthday, either to suck up to them, make, make, you know, make them think that you care about them, uh, or uh, just to say, hey, are you in the market? That's a good time when you I've know, sent, the, the anniversary. I've, I've sent handwritten cards. Oh, really? And how mm -hmm. do you know when their birthdays are? LinkedIn um, or Facebook or, I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot of ways to, to find them. 
Um, uh-huh. But LinkedIn, for sure, it will pop up and say, it's this person's birthday. No, that's Facebook. I've never seen LinkedIn tell me somebody's birthday. I, Michael Jordan. Oh, does. my gosh, really? Yes. LinkedIn does. Not for me. And I got thousands of uh, – not for me. Facebook, I'm overwhelmed with – with birthdays every day, and I have to decide if I'm going to wish or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, you, so you you send handwritten cards, and have they ever paid off? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that too has like thousands of people, um, but but yeah, definitely. Or hey, I just wanted to check in. Um, or even if I'm really for the candidate that is. Yeah, I'm moving on. I can't hear you. Okay, look, what if this, what if, you know, there's the candidate is stalling. I mean, the, the company's stalling. They've seen your candidate. They want to see more people before they make a decision. And you tell the candidate, look, you did okay, but, you know, the hiring process is extended. Uh, I can't close it for you right away. I don't know what's going on. And so you say, look, just wait till I'll get in touch with you when I know. And this person keeps sending you messages on a regular basis, every day. I've read about this. It's not imaginary. What would you say to that candidate? How would you put them in their place? Uh, refer them to another uh, recruiter that is in my network? They, you've got the candidate in, is involved in the search, okay? They've interviewed already. You don't want to lose that candidate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you didn't understand the question. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me see. Uh, what about psychological tests? Have you ever used any? I have not. I've taken no. some, really? but I have I have not. Okay. Really? You know, I got to tell you, my guest, uh, you know, the guy, I, my my go-to guy for psych tests. He's so enthusiastic about them. And most of the recruiters have not even used them. Those who have don't like them. I'm really confused about that. Okay. And you said you're really good at building rapport. Uh, is it strictly in the, you know, the subject lines of your emails? Is that your, your key or, or is there something else? You send the birthday greetings. Is there anything else you do mm-hmm. that uh, would help me uh, make people like me and want to deal with me? Um, when I when someone requests my uh, LinkedIn or not requests accepts my LinkedIn uh, connection, uh, then I always send a hey thanks for accepting, uh, have a great week, happy Friday, etc. Um, and I think that that stands out because typically um, or not typically, but a lot of times people will accept and boom they're inundated with messages, hey, I'm reaching out for you or to you for this. Um, and I think that, that that definitely stands out. You know what? I'd like it if I was a candidate, if somebody actually offered me a job. But, you know, these, these LinkedIn connections, they, they, some of them like to suck up to me after I accept them. I hate that. Oh, I hope your day. Have a great day. Thank you so much for accepting me. That's a waste of my time having to go through those messages. That's me. Okay. In fact, I got I got a situation today. You know, I I have to start weeding through the people. I accept anybody. Okay. And I don't think that's mm-hmm. so good. I got I got a I got a, a message today from a guy from Bombay. At some point, I guess he sent me his resume. I didn't even look at it. He's a marketing person in Bombay. I don't work in India. Surely he can see that. I right. Mean, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, he said, did you have a look at my resume? Can you do any, you know, do you have any jobs for me? <laughs> what do I say to somebody like that? 
No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that building building rapport? I don't think so. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for the quick answer. No, I don't have anything. You know, see, but the thing is, these candidates don't the candidates don't understand that it's not just good to uh, start pestering third party recruiters, especially you know who are a million miles away from them for a job. They, they, they I don't think they understand how to how to do it. Do you know how to use uh, the tool called Scraper? Scraper. Do you know how to do that? It's a sourcing tool. Um. That's a no. Your your no, silence I don't think is a that no. I have used that. No. Do you know what blockchain is? I knew you were no. gonna That's another no. <laughs> That's another no. Okay. Okay. Um do you do do you do reference checks? It depends. It depends well, on, on, what? on the on the role and um on the position. If they're uh, you know, a, a a director level or that's what they're applying for and they're not yet a VP or, or managing people, then, then yes. Um, but no, I won't. Um, oh, really? Won't okay. You guys aren't good. Work. Any, come on audience, anybody in the audience, I got 10 minutes left or even I less. I, 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 well, go ahead. So <clears throat> this chair, uh question uh, for anyone on, 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 on references. Like if you're a third party, I think references, I don't know, maybe this is old school, but I think references can get you some more business. So I'm curious if third-party recruiters, like by like a standard default mode, it's like I'm going to do the reference check, A, for the candidate, and B, just to get the Who word is out this? from a decent Who leader. is this? Who are you? This is Jer. Jerry Langans? Jerry Langans? Hey, Who is you it? Like, but that's, yes, that's me. Oh, okay. So let me ask you something. <laughs> have you have you ever have you ever picked up a, a, a search or a business from a reference check? I've heard about yeah. it. I've never done it. Have you? Yes. I'm just wondering if it's if it's just me or if other people do that or try to do that. Okay. Well, the yes, guest today often works on contract. Have you done it? Have you done it, Christina? Yes, and I've. Yes, and I've also asked the candidate, you know, are you currently interviewing with with anyone else? Uh, and obviously, drop that down, um, and then potentially reach out to to those companies as well. Dude, that's see, I like think that Morgan Planner One Hundred and One kind of stuff, man. Yeah, I, I consider that underhanded. If some candidate is going out for a job, I'm getting under, you know, without oh, no, telling no. him or her. I'm getting the name of the company and trying to send out competition. That is underhanded. No. Okay, I know people do. But I've got a question for Jeremy. Okay, you call someone up uh, for a reference and then you pitch them. How do you pitch them? Isn't that un- I feel uncomfortable well, I about doing that. Yeah, no, it's a good question because you definitely don't pitch them. You just do references, and then at the end of the references, you're like. You know, hey, if you, you know, can I send you my card? Can I send you my email SIG? Can I give you my info in case you guys ever need help? It's just at the very end. It's not a full pitch. And if they, yeah. they're like, oh, tell me about your service, they're like, ah, I don't really feel comfortable, but let's schedule some time. I just want to do the reference. So it's a little bit the Columbo, oh, by the way, as you're kind of finishing up. <laughs> Michael G. Cox is in a company. How would you feel if someone did that for you? I, I, it would be perfectly normal. I wouldn't be offended at all. And when when I was in staffing, I used to do the same thing. But 
Um, I would do it on the front end, kind of like, hey, uh, hey, Jer, um, I need to run some reference checks. I'm sure you get this all the time because we do reference checks and really make sure that we're sending out the best individuals for these jobs. If I could t take just a few minutes of your time, so you're already it's a very soft sell. You're not, you're not going into a full pitch at all. Yep, this is Kendra. When I did agency, Lucas Group, that was really schooled. But given that the reference is usually somebody that knows the candidate, you're kind of in the club. Like the fact that this candidate actually opened the door to the reference, um, I, I get very chummy with him. And at the end, I even kind of joke and say, hey, I'd be a fool if I didn't ask if you didn't have some openings in your organization. Mm. Yep. Very seductive. Okay. Uh, uh, Jerry, Jerry, you can do a plug for your company while you're here since you like uh, asking for business. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, yeah, you can Google Paris me, Jerry. is amazing. Oh, okay. thank you. Your company no, is called call, Paired Sourcing. You, you offer a, a sourcing uh, service called Paired Sourcing. Am I right? That is true. That is true. We okay. sure do. But that's not why I called in. I'm enjoying the conversation. I didn't say you did, but I thought, okay, you brought a little fresh, uh, fresh, uh, whatever topics. Okay, final topic. Is there anything, any message you have for the recruiting world, uh, shoots, that you'd like to say? Is uh, there anything like someone would like to say in the last three minutes of the show? Yes, please, please don't ever use "Are you a good fit for this job?" And be what's wrong it? with that? <laughs> Are you oh, a good I fit for this job? Damn that. <laughs> okay. Can't stand it. But be authentic. Be authentic. Yeah. You know what? I'd say a lot of people are better off if they're not authentic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read recently Hitler and Stalin were pretty authentic. Who does that pay off for? Nobody. Okay. Look. <laughs> and I think I think that's a good place to end it. Shoots recruits is her. Uh, is it Shoots Recruit or Shoots Recruits is your Twitter name? Shoots Christina Recruit. Wiggins. Shoots Recruits. And now I'm kind of starting to get used to it. I like it better. Michael G. Cox, thank you. Kendra, thank you. Thank you for calling Always in. Always a pleasure. Happy New Year. How, well, you weren't here last week. Okay, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to everybody. <laughs> Christina again, thank you. <laughs> okay animal was okay but the show itself i just same old thing I, as a recruiter there's there's nothing i'm going to now take to my desk and i am in a state of constant listening learning and applying that's my thing i got nothing from this show i'm not going to do anything new that's what i'm looking for in my learning phase of my career Three.